Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I am your host, Haley Elwood. It is week 10 and the Los Angeles Chargers will hit the road to take on the San Francisco 49ers in primetime on Sunday Night Football. So joining me to talk about this game and also her return to the sidelines is NBC Sports' Melissa Stark. Melissa, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you. Good to see you and good for you to be back. We are now halfway through the 2022 season. You have made your return to the sidelines after 20 years. How's it been being back? It's so funny. You say we're halfway through the season. It, it, um, (laughs) it's flying by. I mean, I can't believe we're halfway, but it's also, it's a lot. So being back, it's a lot of travel and it's a lot of you know, we do a lot more than people think. I think they think we just show up, you know, in the city, maybe the day before and just, you know, kind of wing it. It's really, it's like a whole production the whole week. Cause for something like football, it's really like a mini Super Bowl each week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of the way we treat it. Um, but it's been awesome. Um, it's, it's, it's been really like, I love being on the sidelines. I love being in the center of the action. And it was really cool to come back 20 years later and kind of, apply what I'd learned in those 20 years and and what I didn't know then that I know now. And um, so that's been a really fun part. Yeah. When you talk about that, maybe what's the biggest piece of advice that you kind of went back to or have drawn on now that here you are a couple decades later? It's a great question because I was actually, I went to UVA and I was, I was uh, guest lecturing to on their journalism class. And I said, you know, I wish I knew then you know, as a 26 year old, you know, not many women at all in the business, what I knew now, and someone raised their hand and said, well, what would you tell yourself? Mm -hmm. And I said um, that I belong. You know, I think it was hard. I think back then being one of the only females in sports, you know, it stood out. It was something that you thought about for sure. I tried to be one of the guys. I just tried to blend right in. Um, And so much has happened in 20 years. Obviously I have 20 years of contacts and history and knowledge of covering the NFL. So that certainly helps, but also having, you know, you, uh, all the women that are covering sports now and doing, you know, a fantastic job in doing it. It's not, I don't even think about it anymore. I don't know if you think about it. I don't know if it's, you know, on your mind, but it's not, it's not an anomaly, you know, it's more the norm. So um, you just, it's, it's not something that, that used to be a constant, something that I thought about, you know, I was just the only female in the room ever, you know, in, in this man's world. Yeah. There's so many more of us now. And frankly, we owe it to you too, for helping pave that way for oh, the rest well, of us. There, thanks. Yeah. What's the best part about being back? Like, I know you said it's so fun to be in the middle of the action, but specifically maybe like, what have you missed the most? Yeah. So, so I think, um, we travel so much together and we're all together. I think, you know, the people and just accomplishing something. I was always like a studier. I don't know how you were, but yeah. you know, in school, I loved like gearing up for a certain exam and really just, you know, crushing it on that exam and doing really well. I feel like each week is like that. In fact, you and I talk and, you know, I haven't even I'm just uh, as the week goes on, you study more and more and you learn about these teams and you really, you know, and I haven't necessarily, we haven't had you guys yet. Um, so I can't wait to just sort of, really dive in and really get to know the ins and the outs and then talk to people. Um, I just hung up with uh, Ed McCaffrey because I was talking about Christian. And that's the other fun part of the sidelines is, you know, you try and find, you try and find stories on the stars uh, that nobody else has. You try and take a different angle. You know, I like to talk to the, the dad or the mom or a former coach, something like that. 
um, because you 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 do want to get those feel good stories and you want to get the stories. But, you know, if somebody doesn't make a huge play or they're not a star, the chances of you getting those in. There's so many stories I go in each week with so much prepped. I mean, I'd say 90% of it falls on the floor, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, it's wasted, <laughs> wasted information. But, you know, then you're on to the next week. So it's fine. So I had asked Laura Oakman this a couple of weeks ago when I had her on, cause we were talking about studying, we were talking about prep and I was like, were you a good student? Cause I feel like in order you to have do to this be, job, right? you have to be right. You have to be a good student and you have to just really narrow in on focus on, on that week and really know it all. I mean, literally the next day I might not know it at all, especially being a mom, you know, and having four kids and just my brain just can't, you know, you can't overload it. Um, you know, you, sometimes I'm in these meetings with these guys who remember plays from 22 years ago and they remember the nuances and stuff. And, you know, my whole thing is I'm going to know it. I'm going to know it so well right there. And then that moment, and, you know, some might carry over, but I'm on to the next. That's the way my brain works. So that's why this is a, it's a good job for me. Yeah. One of the coolest things I think watching Sunday night football this year for me has been this return of in-game coach interviews, which we've seen, yeah. you know, the NBA does it all the time, but this is different yep. for those of us who have watched the NFL as of late. Where did those come about? So I really pushed for that. Um, I'm not going to say I was responsible or anything like that, but because because when I did Monday Night Football, we used to do those. Yep. And I think we got away from them because because they became generic or they just became, you know, coach speak and what is it really adding? But to do them in game, right? Because that was going at halftime, right? And the coach just wanted to get in the locker room or whatever. It's it might a different be. and. It's just a different vibe. And, and granted, do they want to get back to calling the play? They do. Sometimes they literally run away from me. Um, like, okay, Melissa, no more questions. Um, I try to keep the questions as short as possible because you want it to, it, it is urgent. You know, they may have, you know, the, it, this past week it was Rabel. He just, uh, Mike Rabel with the Titans, he had just gathered his entire defense and um, they were trying to make a, a, a red zone stop on the next play. So, um, there is a sense of urgency and that's what I like. And you were seeing it in other sports. And I think nowadays in, in the younger generation, like in your generation, everything, everything is about access. Yeah. We, everything is about access. You want to hear from everybody. And, um, I think it's pretty cool to see a coach come over literally with his headset on, um, or maybe he just, um, you know, just whatever the immediacy of the moment is what I'm trying to say. And it's very awesome to see them in that. Yeah, I love it because obviously we see it in the preseason. You know, we see player interviews in the preseason too. And it's a different vibe. It's a different beast right. because guys aren't playing a whole heck of a lot during, you know, those yeah. games in exhibition play. But I just think it's really cool. How do you sort of parse the questions down to not make it so coach speak? Right. Well, I always say ahead of time, I say, okay, no coach. I want to talk to you. And, no, and they always laugh. <laughs> um, and they say, they say, oh, what do the ratings go down if it's coach speak or something like that? And I remember actually, I remember when we first started at the beginning of the season, um, it was, uh, let's see, it was Sean McVay. So we had okay. the Rams and he and said, bills. no, he didn't, he didn't. Yes. So he didn't want to do it. And I said, oh, okay. I said, it might, he said that to the producer. And I said, well, why, when we get to the production meeting, let me just talk to him. Yeah. Cause I'm not one. And, and I don't know how you are. I do not take no for an answer. And I think it's the type of job where you cannot take no for an answer. You really have to push as much as you possibly one. can. Yeah. And it's week one. So I said, okay, so I understand you don't really, you don't really want to talk to me on camera. Yeah. I said something funny and he goes, he goes, well, wait, tell me a little bit more about it. And I said, well, I just want to let you know, Sean McDermott's doing it. <laughs> and then it, well, that was kickoff. So, and then a week one, three days later on that Sunday, I said, you know, and we have, 
we have Todd Bowles. We have the Bucks coming in uh, to play at the Cowboys. I said, so Bowles is doing it. McCarthy, he goes, oh, oh, okay. He goes, I don't want to be the only jerk, you know, or he used something, you know, mm-hmm. not doing it. I go, he goes, okay, I'll do it. You know, so um, I think I try to tell them and laugh about not coach speak. But also, I think I've, got, I've learned that when you get maybe to ask more specific questions, mm-hmm. like, you know, about the quarterback, like something very specific about a player, maybe that's just returned or something and how he's evaluating that person. Um, I think there's ways around it, but still sometimes you do get the coach speak, but I like seeing the emotion the week before um, it was the Packers and, you know, they weren't playing, they haven't been playing well. And um, you know, it was LaFleur clearly like upset, like not feeling like his players were putting out the effort that he wanted to see. And you could really see that and feel that. So um, so I think, I, I think it's great. I think it's cool. It's great. And Hey, peer pressure sometimes works too, I guess. Yes. You've got to do what you got to do, whatever you have to do, right. Whatever it takes. Exactly. You had posted an awesome photo at the start of the season of you and Tom Brady, and then you and Brady from 20 years ago. And there are still some guys in this league, like him, who you had ties to, but what has it been yeah. like getting to know maybe some of this, this younger next generation of players, like Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and then this week and next week you get Justin Herbert. Yes, yes. And I've actually never met Justin Herbert, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it's it's great. We, you know, I mean, it makes me feel old for sure because they I just have a son that went to college this year. So I feel like um I'm closer in age to their mother. Um, but but it is it is really fun. It's it's fun to see this next generation come along. And then, you know, you look at the league right now and you look at Aaron Rodgers and you look at Tom Brady, um, and those teams are, you know, those guys are as amazing as they are. Yeah. Their teams aren't doing well. So, um, I've interviewed Josh a couple of times already this season. Um, and looking forward obviously to, to, like I said, to meeting Justin and, um, we had, we had Garoppolo, uh, we had, we had the Niners, uh, once right when he took over Mm -hmm. as the starter, um, earlier in the season, but, uh, yeah, it's really fun to see like the fresh, the young new blood in the league. So kind of an off base question before we get to the game, but I had read that your yeah. first role at ESPN was hosting a show that focused on high school athletes, Scholastic yeah. Sports America. It made uh-huh. me think because when I first started in sports, I covered college recruiting and Fred Warner was a guy who I had covered and by far the most successful player in high school at the time, who's now in the league, who I had interviewed, but how did maybe starting covering high school football sort of shape how you've approached covering leagues and different levels of the game too. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, when you see them throughout their entire journey, um, you, you just understand sort of what they've gone through and what it takes and, 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 um, the effort, you know, to get to this level. And it's fun because, you know, there were certain guys that are now retired that I like a LeVar Arrington, you know, we, we went to Pennsylvania and he was one of the guys, but it was also, it was all sports. So it was, you know, NBA, yeah. it was Tracy McGrady. It was Kobe Bryant. I mean, we had some, it's crazy when I look back to that show, Scholastic Sports America, because there were some superstars on that show and you don't know it at the time, like in the making. Right. So it was really fun to look back on. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I just talked to Ed McCaffrey and it was fun to talk about his career with one year with the Niners and then he was with the Broncos. But then, you know, to watch Christian kind of come through and, you know, it makes you realize time flies and um, and uh, yeah, it's, just, but it's, it's also fun a to circle. watch the whole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's get to this game a little bit. Niners, Chargers. What are your sort of overall high level thoughts right now as you prep for it? 
Well, I mean, when we look at you guys, yeah, it's funny. I was talking to the PR guys because wh what we do each week is we sit down with the head coach, the quarterback, you know, a star offensive player, a star defensive player. And then I ask for my own players, you know, on the side, a couple of players. Mm -hmm. And and um, he said, uh, who do you want? And the two guys I wanted were Palmer and, and Mac. He's like, yeah, I could have I could have predicted that because, <laughs> you know, we, we're so banged up. I mean, you know, yeah. um, so that's unfortunate. I mean, that's just that's an unfortunate part of the game. Um, you know, the injuries. Um, I think what Herbert overcame, I mean, the drama of the ribs and that game and coming back from that was incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. Um, so and then, you know, the Niners are, are always an interesting story. And, and and I think the addition of Christian McCaffrey, obviously, that's a huge story. Um, so and I'm excited because we have you guys now back to back two weeks because you guys are now are exactly yeah. how you guys were were coming to LA the next week which was not originally the plan um but you guys got flexed into the uh the Sunday night game against the Chiefs so that's exciting have you ever had back-to-back -back teams in like back-to-back primetime weeks before yeah it's no wild. it's so funny because they were talking to Chris Collins where for me it's for me you know I'm gonna try and get different storylines and things like that but um but for Chris Collinsworth and for Mike Tariq, those guys who are just trying to learn, you know, the style of their play and, yeah. and just, yeah. And, and just literally all the numbers and who's who and all of that stuff. They were like, this is awesome, you know, <laughs> to have that. But I mean, it's funny because Sunday night football, right. You get AFC and NFC mostly, you know, if you're a Fox sideline reporter, or if you're a CBS sideline reporter, you're really sticking just to the NFC or the AFC. So you're seeing mm -hmm. a lot of the same teams. I think the maximum we can have a team is three times and we're going to have, it's funny. I was thinking, who are we going to have on Sunday night football three times? We're going to have you guys three times. We're going to have the chiefs three times. And I think the Buccaneers, I mean, I, I have to look at the schedule, but isn't that interesting? So yeah. um, it's always fun to do a night game. It's always fun to be in prime time. And, um, and we're looking forward to it. Well, we are looking forward to it as well. Melissa, good luck this weekend. And we'll see you out here at SoFi in two weeks. Okay. Can't wait to see you.